You're listening to Tailgate Country. I'm recording just for the hell of it. Um, yeah, no, I, I got my first haircut uh, Friday, and I ended up going to this new place because it's the only place uh, with an opening, and I ended up spending like 45 bucks. Jeez, how? It was a. It was like one of those barbers where um, they like massage you when you first sit down. They massage your dick oh. too. <laughs> no, but they but they like wash your hair and like do the hot towel and the the whole nine yards. But yeah, it was like a thirty five dollar wow. haircut, and after tip Jeez. it was like forty five. It's the only thing open. It was the last uh, appointment of the day too. This was the hmm. very first day things opened back up. I gotta say though, if you do go to one of those places where they wash your hair and stuff. It's pretty nice. <laughs> I will say, I don't know if I'm willing to pay for that, but I'm going back yeah. to spend $45 oh, yeah. again on a haircut. Cause it was good. Yeah. I want to get, uh, I've never gotten, uh, I've never got my face shaved at a barber before. So someday <laughs> I want to do that, even though that's expensive too. Yeah. I did once and it was a game changer. Cause the nice thing is, is if you don't get it like shaved completely off and they shape it for you, you get that shape and you can continue to follow it for a while. Yeah. And it just like, they just, I don't know. It's going to sound real weird, but they, but they shave you in ways that you can't shave yourself. <laughs> no, no, it's true. It's, it, it is honestly true. Oh boy. Well, we got a lot uh, going on. Welcome everybody, by the way, to our podcast. This is tailgate country. And we have all three of us today, Hunter, Brett, and Brian. Uh, we have a lot to talk about. Uh, Riley green EP. Um, some pretty interesting news stuff, and uh, we're going to talk about the the best and the worst of uh, album title tracks. Something that me and Brian were uh, hitting on a little bit uh, last week before we put the brakes on that, so we can talk about this week. Uh, so, starting with uh, a little bit of news, I saw this happening in Germany before it happened here with like a rave. Uh, but Josh Abbott, Kevin Fowler. Pat Green, Whiskey Myers, Eli Young Band are doing a concert in your car series that they're actually selling tickets to. It's going to be at Globe Life Field in Arlington. Uh, that's the Texas Rangers new ballpark. And uh, so do we think this is going to be like, maybe not new normal, but at least until things open back up? Could you see more of these? Yeah, I mean, I could see more happening. I mean, why not? As long as this one goes well. And like I, I said, when I sent it, no one gets carbon monoxide poisoning and ruins it for everyone <laughs> so i guess what I, I i did see this but what's the total set so are they gonna have a stage kind I of don't know like i don't know i don't know what this is i only saw a poster for this i would think they'd have to have kind of like a high stage so everyone could see like over cars and stuff but kind of like a drive-in maybe but i mean yeah. you can't just you can't just like tune your radio in and put them on a screen because nobody's going to buy tickets to that. Like you have to actually well, be able sure. to see them. Yeah. I'm sure you can see and hear them. I'm sure. I, I'd imagine it would be like a um, drive through or drive in where they're just at the front and they're elevated and everybody can see them. But like a drive in's got like what? 50 cars at it. And even if you're at the back, it starts to get, you know, not hard to see because it's an enormous screen, but imagine trying to see, josh abbott from you know 40 rows of cars back and then imagine the, yeah. the getting in and out of this yeah driving wise what a nightmare i mean i'm I mean, sure it's just going to be like any other concert parking lot though like, probably yeah <laughs> like hey, i said props to, them for being, <laughs> props to them for being innovative though because oh, i'm yeah. sure these artists are looking at anything to make some cash and it's a brand new ballpark so 
it'll be the first generates the first buzz. event added actually i think if i'm not mistaken yeah it's interesting but like you said will they be on the radio and or will you have to like open your windows and hear it through the speaker i think i'd rather roll down the windows and hear it yeah. through the speaker yeah but that could is everyone gonna turn off their engines and i don't yeah, know sure i just have to yeah it'll be interesting to see how that goes i'm sure it'll work out but you know a lot of questions well, it, if it's it, hot out i'm sure people will want ac on and true. right but at least so. you're sitting down whereas most concerts you have to stand the whole time this one you actually get to sit in a nice uh, comfy car seat That's Hof- true. hopefully you don't Bring have to go to the snacks. hopefully you don't have to go to the bathroom because you won't be able to <laughs> in the back seat <laughs> <laughs> anyway kind of building off of that i've noticed and maybe you guys have too a lot of artists are starting to schedule june concerts like a lot of them and i'm not talking about luke combs and eric church and like big artists but when williams i saw announced something for june 11th i think or june 9th and i've just been seeing a bunch of these artists kind of putting concerts into motion and i guess that raised the question like does the industry maybe know something that we don't? Do they believe that states are going to be open and allowing these concerts to have, even if it's at a really slashed capacity? I haven't noticed this. I've seen a lot of July. Yeah, concerts, I haven't seen any. But I haven't seen yet. any June. Okay, but even even July. I've I've seen some June and a lot of July. But even is this July, Texas that's, that you're seeing this? Win Williams was Texas, and that was June. But I'm. I, I honestly haven't paid attention that much. I think that there's been some that aren't just Texas. I think it depends on the state, and I think they're probably being pretty hopeful too. Because at what point does it make sense to have a concert at half capacity? That's like true. Money wise. Yeah, well, it's better than no money. True. But. I don't yeah, know. It's, it's a state by state thing, as with. It's just Everything are these are these going to get right rescheduled now. again? That, that seems pretty optimistic. Probably. Well, did you guys see? I think Morgan Wallen made a post on Instagram where he said, "Hey, our all of our concert dates have been rescheduled, but I'm not telling you what they are because they most likely will have to be rescheduled again." Yeah, which is true. I know Cody Johnson rescheduled his March one that uh, Hunter and I were supposed to go to for November. I think that's a little safer. Yeah, I could I could see that one happen but hopefully yeah, all, it happens all dependent on the second spike at the beginning of fall yeah hopefully there is none i'm sure there will be but hopefully it's not a spike hopefully it's a a blip i don't know i just want to think back i think the spike the the thing that's dependent on that is if it's weather related this virus and we still don't know for it's sure not. They, they've asked recently i think that there's been a lot of uh a lot of research coming out saying it is like definitively not dictated by temperature that's why brazil has uh, been such an issue and even though it's been lower a lower rate in states like texas and, and florida uh you still see southern california battling with it and most of the country is not slowing down so i don't i, I think most of the research has pointed that it is not weather related so fingers crossed it's not but we'll see yeah well we'll see yeah well let's let's dive headlong into uh the new music that came out because i think there's yeah we expected most of this i think um 
first uh riley green valley road acoustic ep uh he said some songs you know some songs you don't that seems to be riley green's mo with putting albums out in the past year uh it's basically all songs that we know but he did get better than me out yeah what did y'all think of that it's great um great songwriters on it um yeah i think it's really good i agree i I I agree in the uh, it's riley green in the the instagram review that i put out uh, i think i mentioned something like i think there was some left on the table like i think some could have been something more could have been done with it but then again if they did something more with it then it wouldn't be on an acoustic ep Uh, yeah i think the acoustic part of that is kind of where you get that from yeah were there any other uh songs of note that came out on the ep what hunter you probably know this better than any of us yeah was there another new song in there yeah, if it wasn't for trucks, it was I thought so. New, but it's been on YouTube for like two years. So, and what did I you like think that, about that one. one? Did you? I really like that one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, that's that's a good one. Yeah, I think I liked better than me better, but I thought if it wasn't for trucks, it was, it was pretty good too. Yeah, um, I think I listened to the other songs like once, but I mean they've all been released before, so yeah, because we've heard there. them all. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I I like the uh, acoustic spin on some of them. Um, I'm pulling it up here so I get my facts straight. Probably should have had this up before, but uh, there was this girl I thought was pretty decent. Um, Grandpa's sounded almost the same. Yeah. It's already kind of a stripped down song, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's Riley Green. That's fine. That song, I feel like, I mean. I wish Grandpa's Never Died. We always knew that was going to be a big hit, but the amount of streams that that's gained on Spotify, it's quite impressive. I can't believe how much it's gotten spun on the radio. I am, yeah, it, I am it's shaping up to be his l- number one song, if mm-hmm. it isn't already. It's amazing. Look what happens when country radio puts real country music on there. Did Look you, at how well it does. Did you guys notice that they don't say that line on the radio? It depends on the station. Depends yeah. on the station. Oh, yep. Because yeah. uh, Coke, Coke FM down here, they absolutely play that line because that's yeah. what they're about. Um, okay. Well, good job, Riley Green. Um, that that song that I was telling you guys about, though, that he sang on Whiskey Jam is not – it no. wasn't on it. I don't know. Hopefully it's on his next record, whenever that may be. And I, he's got I so many songs on YouTube that he sings at concerts that haven't come out yet that need to come out. So I don't know. He could use like a nice 15 track album. Yeah. To just unload all that stuff. Of new stuff, not the EPs from three years ago. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, well, you guys really like this one too. Tim McGraw's new song called I Called Mama. Yeah, this one's really good. Um, kind of feels like an older, like early 2000 Tim McGraw song, I guess. Yeah, um, sure does. It's better it's than what like... he's been putting out recently yet. Yeah, yeah like not like... Better truck yeah or um truck yeah is fine (laughs) (laughs) that's not the worst the uh what is it the damn country music is that the yeah his most recent one no that was no good oh yeah yeah yeah. i think no well i think so no that was two ago wasn't it maybe i'm looking this one up too the rest Uh, of our life that's his most recent one yeah, yeah, wow, damn country music is 2015. That was so long ago. And it was I feel, like for, I feel like for every one good song he puts out, he puts out like eight that are just not good at all. 
well, the rest of our live was um, with Faith Hill. Every track on there was Tim McGraw yeah. and Faith Hill. And I don't think any of them made it to radio. I don't think they put any to make it out on radio. I think the, the only one that's worth remembering from that one, at least that mm-hmm. I know, is Speak to a Girl. I couldn't even tell you what was on it without looking at it. I'm looking at I'm just looking at it right now. Speak to a girl is pretty solid. That's probably the best one from that album. Well, I think Tim McGraw, if I seen the stuff right, is supposed to be putting an entire album out this year. And this I might be the first too. one of it. Yeah. Okay. I Hopefully think uh, there's not a date set, but it was definitely on the list. Right, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, okay, uh, Taylor Acorn, It's Not This. Honey, you really like this one too. Yeah, I think it's really good. The um, Her producer, I think, his name's Dan Swank, is on this one too. And there's just yes. really good harmonies. Um, it kind of, not super country, but it's a very good kind of getting over you song, I guess. I actually think it's it's good. I think it falls under the umbrella of like Americana and folksy because I I that's the kind of feeling that I got from it. Mm, okay. Um, I could be totally off target on that, but that's just what I kind of yeah. Heard I think you're pretty off topic. Fair enough. I I <laughs> thought it was a little more Americana pop, like that. that it's more pop. like uh, I don't know, like kind of like emo country. I don't know if that's a thing. <laughs> yeah sure why not (laughs) we'll we'll go with that um this one i liked from uh wade bowen and randy rogers put out the hold my beer album uh it was it's pretty good it's pretty easy listening i think one that stood out to me though was amfm um thought it's fine i think it's i there's just something to it that keeps it from being great but it's good i don't know if you guys flip through that album that's Texas country I, is definitely my. I realm. listened to the album once or twice, but um, I don't really remember. That's the first song, isn't it? That's it? that's the one album I did not get to. Yeah, oh. it's. I mean, it's that 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 one's just a just a local favorite for me. A couple of local favorites. Um, but yeah, the F- AMFM. I'd recommend people go listen to that one. I listen to the whole album. I think all the best songs off of it already came out, but uh, like Rodeo Clown, um, yeah. Hold My Beer, the title track and uh rhinestone rhinestone yeah those are some really good ones oh i like rhinestone we talked about that last week yeah we did uh and then the last thing that i have written down for new music coming out this past week was muscadine they released this on monday it kind of seems like they're going back and i forgot that this song wasn't on the quarantine um this was on their boys ep but they made an acoustic version of don't say Mm -hmm. and yeah it's yeah, really that's good. really good. But, well, good job. I, I love Muscadine. I think that they're putting stuff out kind of every Monday. They did promise us at the beginning of the year that they'd be putting out more music than anybody else this year. And that is did, yeah. just fine with me. They still have a whole album of songs coming out too. Yeah, they do, that we haven't heard anything from yeah. yet. Is that for sure coming out this year? Yeah, as nice. far as I know. I don't know when because they haven't talked about that yet. I think that we might know more details if uh, this pandemic didn't happen because they're kind of retooling while, while this is all going on. Um, but yeah, I've, I haven't heard anything about the official album itself. Uh, but Brian, we talked about this last week and 
we thought it was a pretty good topic because we started to talk about it actually quite a bit before we put the brakes on and it's best and worst of title tracks and it's not really something I think about a whole lot but once you start to go down the rabbit hole of these title tracks and how they do on the albums it's kind of fascinating so hey, you you prepared and look looking at your notes here you prepared a lot more than I did I just have a list of like good ones and bad ones. I, I wish I would have gone through and actually seen what number ones were and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, I wanted to get some numbers here that don't, don't be, uh, don't be impressed. It took me all of like eight minutes to do uh, just surfing through billboard. And, and we, we got some duplicates here, Brett. That's good. That, that's a good thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, just off the top of your head, Hunter, without like flipping through all this, can anybody name like a title track that will just like the smash it from the album? It's hard. It's I could many. say, um, Coastal Dell isn't you. You should be here. It's the title of the. You should be. Album. Yeah, it is. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Let, that let was a pretty go, big one. Let's go to that one because. So the thing is, what I'm thinking is that there's a lot of albums that there isn't. The title track isn't number one, but it's still three to four top on the album. Three to four top, but well, that—that's the interesting thing is. Even on Colson Dolls, you should be here. You should be here. Might be the highest one. I'm looking at it. Uh, I know Flatliner got its fair share of yeah. plays on uh, radio. Stay right, downtown. You know, did, you did know I hate go? that one. I know you hate that one. Stay downtown. Did that go number one? Uh, I I think that's the, the his. I think his like previous five songs went number one, and then that one didn't. Okay, so then yeah, you should be here. Is yeah, there you go. That yeah. that would probably be the. The most spin one off that one. I'm, I'm glad you brought that one up. Because when I started looking these up, the one that I brought up last week was Luke Combs, This One's For You. Yes. It didn't go to country radio. It was totally buried beneath the rest of this album. If you look on the deluxe version, Beautiful Crazy, and then on, on the regular, When It Rains It Pours, uh, went number one on country airplay. And uh, Hurricane, She Got the Best of Me, one number away. Those are top three. I was really surprised. I'm almost positive Hurricane went number one somewhere. Yeah, they probably all went number one on Media Base, I would think. Yeah, but those are top three on Airplay. Uh, Must Have Never Met You and Houston, We Got a Problem, which I'm also kind of surprised at how low Houston, We Got a Problem was. Yeah. That thing was played all the time. But anyway, all those songs came off of This One's For You, and This One's For You is nowhere to be mentioned. Uh, I think it's a great song overall. It just didn't didn't really do that well i don't know um that one i was that that one's an obvious one i wanted to get into like the less obvious ones too though like uh luke bryan's crash my party album from 2013 because crash my party that did really well uh it peaked at number two and this this brian is uh when you said it's like in the top three or four this is where it starts to get interesting because off of this one uh played again that's my kind of night and drink a beer all went number one which means Crash My Party, the title track, despite going number two, is the fourth best, most played whatever song on it. I had, I had that one on my album too. And I Roller Coaster and ICU were both really popular off that one. You know, I thought the same thing too. And I went to go look it up and like the numbers weren't Roller Coaster wasn't even on his like top twenty list. So I could have sworn that thing was played to death. It, it always was. And I see you. I mean, that one was popular too. Is this Even regional? Beer. That, I mean, talk about great albums. 
that I don't is know what you you were looking at because I'm pretty sure Roller Coaster was number one in some. I could have sworn it did too, but on on Billboard Country Airplay, it wasn't. Huh. At least okay. a, a, according to the site, I don't know. Again, maybe it's regional because I like to talk to. Maybe I'll talk to people down here in Texas and Florida and California and just kind of find out, like, were these as overplayed on your radio as they were in Northeast Ohio, or is that just the Northeast Ohio radio? But Real yeah. quick, is that his best album? No. No. Tailgate, Tailgates and Tailgates Tailgate and Tailgates. Yeah. That is one of, in my opinion, one of the best country albums. Yeah. Period. <laughs> I'm Crash Time Party is definitely it. a close second, though. It's close, yeah. And then after that, is that when you've released, uh, what is it? Strip It Down. God. Strip it down. As it soon down. as he released that song, the songs <laughs> kind of went downhill after that. Fast was a good one. Yeah. We're going yeah. on a tangent with Luke Bryan. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, do you have a... Uh, so I got a few... Um, on my list as well. So Crash My Party was on my list too. A um, couple other ones. So I, I saw you have this further down on your list, but Chris Young, his three latest albums of Losing It. Oh, shoot. Now I can't remember. We really Losing can't prepare it, today. I, I, I don't have the extensive list that you had. Yeah, I Losing it. it. Losing Sleep, I'm Coming Over, and A.M., uh, how could you forget the classic Must Be Christmas album? God damn. <laughs> well, I, 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 don't know, I don't know how if any of these songs went number one, but these were all well-known songs from, those, from that album. Indeed. They did not. I'm, I'm Coming Over did not even make the top 20 on Airplay. Jeez. Yeah. But st- yeah. Still, still very popular song. They played it all the time on the radio. Yeah, and it's really good. Yeah. Um, couple other ones. Uh, Barefoot Blue Jean Night, Jake Owen. That yeah is what what other songs came off that album? Did any of them beat beat it, or was that that's got to be? Uh, there's there's one. Anywhere with you is probably up there. Uh, Heaven, even though that was like popular like five years later, it Alone uh, with still you. went pretty well. Alone with you was on that album. I would say Barefoot Bougie Night's probably the probably the number one from that album. It's close because Anywhere with You is that's a good one too. Um, Dirk Bentley, Black. That song did hit radio. I forgot. Yeah, I for like that. a second. So one one that I thought for sure would be like the the top song off this album just because it to this day gets overplayed so much that I have to change the radio. Uh, Carrie Underwood's blown away from 2012. That's probably, I'm looking at the rest of the album. Uh, that's, it, it's probably the tops played off. Yeah, it's definitely the top played off this album, but it didn't go billboard number one. Which is interesting. But Lady Annabellum's Need You Now that's how far I had to go back. I had to go to Lady Annabelle's 2010 Need You Now. To that find, was like the most popular song off the album, went number one, and is the title track. That's the first one I could find. Interesting. I, I need to do more research on the number one part of it, part of the equation. 
because I, I didn't look at that. I mean, I'm sure it doesn't it doesn't have to be number one in order for it to be popular. But I was just kind of wondering because, like, in examples of uh, Jason Aldean's My Kind of Party, that wasn't the most popular one off of it because you have Flyover States, uh, you have Don't You Want to Stay, which was played uh, to death, Dirt Road Anthem, of course, Tattoos on Sound. You have all these other songs that I think are more popular. Well, I don't know about Tattoos, but My Kind of Party, great title track. Yeah, wasn't the most popular one off the off the album, which was one of the best albums of the 20s. I think Don't You Want to Stay was the most played on the radio from that one. I would agree. Don't have the stats in front of me, but I would I would agree with that. And then I also had uh, a recent one. Don't think it was at number one, but Life Changes, Thomas Rutt. What else came off that album? Because I definitely don't uh, think that Unforgettable. That oh, no. Yeah, no. That, that I think yeah. Unforgettable already. Is, yeah, well, yeah, easily. Was that a uh, vacation and um, T-shirt also coming off that one? If I remember no. correctly. No, uh, those are no, older. No, no. Okay. I get Marry Me. Marry Me was... Yeah, and 16. 16 was popular too. 16 was very popular. Life Changes behind Unforgettable. Life Changes might be number two on that album. So I kind of... I guess my question now is how do the artists choose the title tracks? Because they're not always name like there, there's not always a track with the name of the album in it uh we talked about kit Moore's slow heart um eric church's chief like those songs they, they don't have songs named that in the in the album so i wonder how they choose the title track and do the artist think that that title track is going to be like the song from their album or do they know kind of oh, there's something else but we'll still call it this I don't know. Next time we have yeah, an artist on, <laughs> I guess that was yeah. a good question. Which, Next time we have an artist on, we'll ask. In my yeah. quick research, I found that more often than not, there is not a song with that title on an album. I feel more like more often than not. Recently, recently, yeah, I, I've come to feel that way. Okay. Just, just quick, quick research. Not, not scientific. I didn't. I don't have the resources, sources that back it up. Sci- We're going through the scientific process for this. <laughs> just the. Uh, just a quick Spotify. Oh, I don't know the name of this song. Oh, it, it wasn't on there. Yeah, Jason Aldean's album Nine. I know there's a whole story behind it that he told us, but uh, that's not. He didn't have a a song named that. I'm trying to look. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. Good scientific process, Brian. <laughs> Definitively, <laughs> more coming out recently that don't have a song title that. But I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. We'll definitely have to ask. Uh, somebody next time we have a guest on now that zoom is a thing we can actually have guests on again so it'll be easier <laughs> uh but we'll have to ask them what the process is like because i'm kind of interested and i'm also really interested as to why like more title tracks don't aren't like the featured song off that album don't know um but anyway new music coming up there's not a whole lot that i've seen so far i i i'm sure i'm missing a bunch um but the one that I think, oh man, I'm going to say I'm most excited for this one, but I'm going to change my answer with the next one. Uh, Travis Dunning's Beer's Better Cold EP. I think, I think I'm yeah. most excited about that one. This one's going to be good. Um, I think there's three new songs on it. It's got um, two of the ones he's 
I think Abby and uh, whoever the one he put out before that are on the EP too. Do you think After a Few is going to be on that one? I think it is, yeah. Okay. Uh, he hasn't put that one on an EP yet. Is no. this his first EP? No, that came yeah, out? this is his first EP. Mm-hmm. So, Which is exciting because yeah. Beer's Better Cold, I heard that on a live stream. Ugh, yeah, man. that one's good. Man, it's going to be good. So... Um, we all okay. So this this is the one that I think I'm going to change my answer. Ugh, I don't know. Mike Ryan releasing Ghost Town. I think I'm more excited for Travis Dennings just because his is a whole EP, and I believe Mike Ryan's is just uh, a single. Yeah, it's just uh, it's a single. Yeah, but uh, I just I don't I can't remember if he played this one on his live stream or not. Yeah, um, he did. It's on. His, I think he has a IGTV video of it too. Okay, then it's really good. Yeah. Okay, I changed the definitive answer. I'm most excited for Mike Ryan. <laughs> um, some guys that I feel like haven't put out new music in a while, Brothers Osborne. Yeah. I mean, out with All Night, and this is just a single too, right? Yeah, it okay. is. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard uh, from the small talk that I've seen on Twitter. Um, they're saying that it's uh, like it's classic stuff. That's good. I, I'm not sure they put anything out that hasn't been their classic stuff, which, which is pretty sure. solid. They they yeah, stay true to their tone. I heard it's like a party song, so should be good. Good, yeah. Um, Brothers Osborne is one of those where I don't really like think of them a whole lot. But yeah. When their songs come on, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll always. I don't. Good. I don't think they get as much traction on the radio as they should. I'll give it that. Shoot me straight. They that song's still yeah pretty solid on on the radio waves. That that I will never skip that song in my entire life. I'll never skip Shoot Me Straight ever. <laughs> Um, and then our uh, friend of the podcast, Mark Leach, is releasing Last House Standing. Uh, this is the second song that he's put out recently. I think he's gearing up for either an EP or an album soon. He's got Hopefully. a new album. I think I saw he's putting out one song a month for a couple months. Cool. Hey, and um, Chase Rice also had a new song Friday called Belong. Oh, I, I did see that you added that. Yeah. Um, I'm, I don't know anything about it, but... I, yeah, I'll be honest. I'm not not excited for that. I haven't been excited for Chase Rice since I guess Lions had some acceptable stuff on it. Yeah. The last time he put the Yeah, the last time he put music out, I was so bitterly disappointed with it. And I think we talked about it on here. And if we didn't, God, I hated that. It was no good. (laughs) Yeah. To be brutally honest, Chase Rice the original like EP Chase Rice is so good and he's just derived from that so much to where it's almost unrecognizable like it he's was full steam ahead on the whole pop thing i know he's gone like he's a little too far i think it's like since he's been touring overseas so much i feel like he's changed his style since that yeah definitely i mean I guess Eric Church has been doing similar. I mean, not pop by any stretch, but changing their tone once they go and perform overseas a bunch. Because I know he's always overseas. He like never performs in the U.S. anymore. But so that's Kip Moore too. He, I mean, Kip hasn't changed his tone, but he's always overseas. He loves playing overseas. Midland's got an overseas tour coming up uh, later this year too. It was supposed to be this summer, I think, but they bumped it to December now. Yeah, I don't know. I've I've seen some concert videos of like Brad Paisley and them uh, in the UK, and they get a really sizable crowd. I think it'd be really interesting to go over to the UK and like find someone who likes country music over there that's like not originally from the US. 
Speaking of great album title tracks, Mud on My Tires. Mud on the Tires. That's true. I don't think that that one was the most popular off the album, though, because that was a killer really? album. What else was on that one? A lot. A lot well, of yeah, songs but was on that one. Mud on the Tires is... Celebrity was on there. I know that didn't go as far. Uh, Little Moments, that one's played all the time. Um, Whiskey Lullaby, I think, is probably the most popular one off that one, hmm. if I had to take a guess. I definitely like Mud on the Tires more than any of those. I do, too. I do too, but I, I just don't think it was like the number one most played song on there. Yeah. Celebrity is pretty funny though. If you've ever seen the music video, it's like early 2000s because that's when it came out. <laughs> yeah, that's a throwback. It's almost yeah. 20 years ago. Come on. I don't want to feel old today. <laughs> I'm not that old. But I don't want to feel old today. Well, uh, I think that's our show where Zoom is yelling at us to get off so uh, thanks everybody for listening go ahead and give us a follow on instagram at tailgate country and leave the show a rate if you liked it uh weekly reminder to stay home and stay safe uh until you're allowed to go out again but still stay safe enjoy the social media live stream concerts as they're still happening and we will see everybody right back here again next week 